0: Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show. Where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take ten minutes out of the day to walk in nature and to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a human in the world trying to figure out how to be, stomping a cycle path in SW19 on the most beautiful day in the world for September. It's a little bit windy and it's a bit colder than it has been and there's quite a lot of cloud cover but the sun is shining people are definitely out enjoying a beautiful lunch break welcome to walk the pot I love about the Walk the Pod lunchtime walk club disco server is that there are walkers from all over the world on that platform and so I've been hearing from poddies walking uh, around the place about what weather conditions they're in at the moment. I've been asking uh, Robin in New Zealand whether they are heading into spring and summer as we head into autumn and winter and I'm delighted to be able to bring you today a voice note from Marcel in the Netherlands on how to have fun when it's grey and mid. Hi, Rachel. It's Marcel from the Netherlands. Uh, when it's grey and mid outside, it can be hard to get out of the house, you know. Uh, I still make myself go outside uh, and just listen for sounds. Uh, the area I walk in is a football club, and in some evenings... Even if it's raining, uh, they can be seen, but also heard practicing, which is yeah, has it's, its distinct sounds. Uh, there's also a tennis field nearby that's regularly used in the evenings, even in the mist, and yeah, that also has its own sounds. Uh, when I walk during the day, I listen to birdsong. Uh, even in autumn and winter, there are birds that are making noise, so that's that's another way I do things. And of course, I listen to my own footfall. That's how I deal with the grayness and it grounds me during high stress too. Thank you, Marcel. I absolutely love that message. Marcel steps outside their front door and listens when it's gray and miz to ground themselves in the, well, the mist or whatever whatever it is that's going on around. And I guess I feel like I do that as well. If the kids aren't out whooping and hollering in the Wimbledon Chase Primary School playing field, I'm like, oh, I'm early, or oh, I'm late, or is it a bank holiday, or is it, what's going on? It sort of throws me off slightly. So the kids playing is my equivalent of the football pitch training noises. And actually, if I was to extend my walk a little bit further beyond the cycle path along the road outside my flat and to turn left I would be walking past the tennis club and we could include the tennis club sounds on the pod there's also of course the University of the Arts London campus near here and before now I have walked along to hear a sculptor chipping bits off a big block of marble on the podcast so that's a lovely thing. And eventually then the sculpture that was made ended up in the grounds of the campus for everyone to admire, which felt like a very satisfying end to that bit. But I don't go up that way anymore. Those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a long time will know that in the early days I used to walk all over the place. Uh, And in recent series I have restricted it down to just the cycle path. And that's the best way, because then the, the sounds are consistent and familiar and reassuring to the listenership. So thank you, Marcel. I really appreciate that you tried to record that voice note while you were walking, that the wind noise made it impossible to hear. And so you very kindly recorded it inside for me so that we could all hear your dulcet tones. Thank you so much. Now into the second half of Step Up September. This morning I did day 16 of half an hour walking to raise money for UK food banks for the Trussell Trust. You would like to donate to my fundraising efforts. Thanks, poddies, that's really kind. If you go to one of my social media sites, maybe instagram.com forward slash walk pod, click on the link in my bio, you will find a link there to donate to my fundraising efforts. I would be hugely grateful if you would contribute. I'm trying to raise a little bit of money to go towards uh, the food bank effort in the country. So please do check that out. On Twitter, you can go to at Rachel Wheelie, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-H-E-E-L-E-Y. Uh, the link in my bio there will take you to my fundraising page. So, Instagram or Twitter, whichever is your favourite. And if you Google Rachel Willie, you may find uh, it that way. I have been knocking around on the internet for too long now. So, there are various different ways that you can get to that information. Uh, how do you actually find it easiest to click through to things when you're listening to a podcast episode? Should I put things in the show notes? Would that even be helpful? Or do you not pay any attention to such things and just let your podcatcher drift content into your ears with no need to read anything? I would be interested to know. What can I see directly in front of me? Well, one tree with barely any leaves on it. Another one that is showing off on the leaf front, frankly. It just has tons of leaves looking very green still and having absolutely failed to drop It's not doing an autumn thing at all, it's in denial that we're in a new season. I can see a little Royal Mail cart with a bunch of exciting post items in it. Slightly confused that somebody sent me a can of salmon in the post this morning. Um, (laughs) I can't really explain that except to say that it is an ongoing dispute I'm having with a friend of mine who lives in Edinburgh on who should take the can of salmon away from the flat that we shared in 2002. Um, He still thinks it should be me and posts the can of salmon back to me at every available opportunity. And Captain Tim, I owe you an apology for I assumed that it was a can of salmon from you originally. And it absolutely wasn't. So that just goes to show that I have some very strange postal arrangements in my life but the postal arrangement I'm most excited about at the moment is the fact that I have a load of hedgehog-based greeting cards to send to all the potties in the lunchtime walk club along with a woven patch for them to stick on their backpacks and I'll be writing those and sending them very soon. If you would like to get hold of a woven patch for your backpack you need to go to patreon.com forward slash Rachel and join one of the tiers of support for The Walking Club. At which point you will be on my list to get one of these beautiful patches of the show's artwork, which is designed by Tristan Mitchell of the Bigfoot Studio working out of Cornwall. One of the things I love the most about Tristan Mitchell of the Bigfoot Studio working out of Cornwall is that many of the designs that he makes feature Cornish wear Uh, crockery in them which is just an absolute delight to behold thank you for walking with me dear poddies it's been an absolute delight to stretch my legs with you this lunchtime I have actually walked round to the Wilton Tennis Club in Wimbledon Chase uh, and I hope in the background Marcel, you'll be able to hear the putt putt of tennis balls on uh, cat gut or whatever it is. I mean, there's no way a tennis racket's featured cat gut for 50 years, but the putt putt of tennis balls on probably nylon uh, as, as people play tennis um, over here, and just before I get moved on by security for loitering in a suspicious fashion outside the gate. Uh, this has been the 2nd Fry episode of series 29 of Walk the Pod. I have thoroughly enjoyed recording these episodes for you since the start of the series. I think we've made some progress on how to uh, work with stress and pressure. And the practical upshot of all of this research seems to be it's all about how you think it, about it. And it can actually be waylaid slightly by paying attention to what's directly in front of you, as we suspected. Just finding, found a shiny conker on the floor, which is very exciting. So it must be autumn if I've found a conker. I would like to know from um, the people who didn't grow up in the UK whether whether conkers are a thing uh, where you live and whether you used to play conkers as a child. And there was much uh, debate when I was little about how to create the best and strongest conker, involving soaking in vinegar and microwaving and then you drill a hole through it and put a piece of string through it and then you then you go into battle with your school friends uh, and people bringing their conquer back from last season and whether that's acceptable or not it having had an entire 12 months to dry out and become solid as a rock etc i'll be back with episode 11 on monday take care of yourselves and each other and of course your beautiful mind